ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the usual chaos that is Dyson Pixel Season 4. We've been away, what, three months? I'm very excited. I'm, you're always very excited. I can see it. Well, I, I think uh, uh, I think as you mentioned as you were walking over, we've done now made it twice as far as Firefly. Yeah, but we didn't have Fox there to cancel us. I guarantee you Fox would have cancelled us in the second episode. It was terrible. Any network would have. Also, did you hear Unreal, uh, Unreal 3's being... Uh, 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 I can't remember the name what, of it. Four. Five? Four. Five. Five. Four. What's the one everyone wants? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's an engine. I can't remember the name of the fucking game. The... The... the, the... Tomb Raider. No. Oh, my God. Super Mario Brothers. Jesus Christ. Clark's Shoes. Um... Okay, Duke Nukem. It's got the guy with the glasses. Ned Flanders. I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't worry about it. It's fine. A game with a guy with Half-Life. Half-Life. That's what I'm thinking. Hey, let's start the podcast. <laughs> Half-Life 3 is not getting released. Yeah, it might. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The joke's over. They need to finish. Not wasted. They need to finish episode, the episodic series first. They went episode one, episode two, which came after Half Life Two. And then they never released the one that resolved the cliffhanger in the end of it. They just went, "Oh, you." I have a little bit of a confession. Never once played Half Life. Uh, Any of them? It didn't age well. No. Um. Get Black Mesa Project. It's a remake of the original Half Life with new I graphics. I think I have it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's Half Life One, but in. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, um, <clears throat> oh my God, lots has happened over the um, Christmassy break. Oh, so much. There were a whole bunch of indie games that I remember last year I was like feverishly uh, ranting about, but now I can't remember what any of them were. Yeah. Oh, well, I've been basically living at Conexio. Um, which no, is- you've been homeless. So. <laughs> well, except <laughs> that's that, why yeah. you've been living. That's there. all right. When I move to my new house, we'll have a dedicated studio there. Which would be good. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, no, when Connexio, uh, uh, for those who don't know, the, the board game cafe over in Albany Creek in Brisbane um, is fucking great. So I've I think basically- we covered it last year. It's been a long time. Oh, we did. I'm sure we covered it last I, year. I've been there religiously every Thursday with uh, uh, Ray. You know, Ray? Ray. Oh, mate, Ray. Ray! Okay. Ray, our most feverish right. listener. Um, he, no, uh, I think... Is he? Yeah, I think so. What about Scott? Ooh. Scott waits until we Monday. Know, we know you're listening to... now. Hello, Scott. On your drive in. Hello. We're going to try and make you have an accident, Fran. Donna, Donna, grab the wheel. Grab the wheel, Donna. <laughs> I don't think she commutes with him. Does she? I thought they listened to it on the way to work together. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Point is, Ray and I have been playing board games. Uh, board games, tabletop games, you name it. Um, we've been going out of our way to learn a new game every week. So, so I you have, have lots. To- I have tons of tabletop games to review, which well, this is, is awesome. I'm very excited. <clears throat> including um, including a, couple, a Brisbane one, which I'm going to review today. We are probably making a couple changes. This first episode will be probably closer to our last scheduled one. But as we go on, we're, we're changing the... Well, mixing it up a little bit, mm-hmm. and we're going to try and do a slightly shorter, more concentrated injection of pure tiger blood episode. Yeah, we did. If ha- we can, we had a plan to have a plan, and had then a plan have a plan. We got then- a plan. It's we're going to try and jam it all into half an hour. <laughs> and then and then QB on Friday said, "Hey, do you want to record this weekend?" I went, "Yeah, sure." Well, and that was it. So our plan. 
I forgot. I, to be honest, I forgot about oh, our plan yeah. to have a plan. Plans get forgotten. Let's dive into the news. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the news. Sorry. So uh, you sent me several messages saying that you had news about Nintendo. Oh my that you god! Didn't oh want my, to tell I've me. been waiting. All right, go okay, on. so Nintendo has a new thing. Um, oh, I did look it up actually. Now I'm thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. So anyone that is not aware of Nintendo, big company out there, spend a lot of time in their castle. I presume developing Mario games over and over and over again you really um, and coming up with really weird ideas, which I get a feeling someone came in on a, on, on a Friday and said, ah, we need something by Monday. And everyone else was on vacation and like, I don't know, Terry, who was in the corner, got the job to come up with it. Terry loved the Nintendo. And he got drunk and came in on Monday and they said, what are we going to do, Terry? And he went, cardboard. <laughs> And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I actually don't the Nintendo yeah. Labo, or is it Labo? I don't know. But every Labo. time I see it, I think Labia. So Nintendo Labia. Oh, they right on cue. They had the Wii, Switch. Not so oh, much, oh. but oh my god, we're yeah. going to dark territory here. Let's reverse a little bit. Um, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo's created a new accessory for their Switch controllers that is uh, cardboard, mm. and you, as far as I can tell, you assemble things around the controller and it's like new ways to use your screen and your switch control and i'm kind of like it's a 600 dollars device i kind of just want to use it for games and be very careful with it i don't really want to build a, a piano mm. or an airplane out of it and see yeah, if it'll it, fly it, i think it's in the vein of um uh you know the uh the the google vr the one where you the cardboard the one. cardboard thing i no, think well you look at some of the things that they've made with it and i I don't know what's going on. I saw the trailer and I watched it a second time because I didn't really know what what it was. It it might be cool. It just looks confusing. I don't think it is. I think it's they're try. It feels like forced marketing. Like they've sort of crossed over with PlaySchool, and they're trying yeah, to get I people think to get trying all to appeal to a different gamer market. And that's yeah, but the- which one? Uh, the the pre five year old gaming. What market. you reckon though? Because it looks fairly complicated to. Yeah, but I don't know. And then there's one of a guy. There's like a robot kit, and there's this dude with like a full size robot body made of cardboard. I don't know what's going on anymore in the world. Yeah, the world scares me. I wake up every day and cry. It just it just seems it, pointless. I'm not I'm not gonna say it's cool or not. I'm just gonna say all of the photos of people I've seen wearing the devices mm. look a little bit silly. Well, just yeah, just a tad. It feels like they've been paid to do it. That's that's the feeling I get. Well, that is how marketing works. You have these people called actors and you pay them to do things for your marketing. Yeah. Or it's Terry. They said, Terry, you came up with this fucking awful idea. You have to be in all the marketing. <laughs> but anyway, there's, there's that one. Have you got any... any, any I, I was, I'm, I'm too confused to really form an opinion about that. It's like if, I don't know, Wheat Bix came out with a car. It's like, yeah, I'll just hold off and see what happens. Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, okay, well, I have a little bit of uh, easy news. Um, I shot a, easy news. I shot you a message last night. Uh, the Uncharted 4 expansion is currently on special if you have the uh, PlayStation 4 Plus. Stop looking at me. I have it. I know. Anyone I, out there? I have it now, too. Anyone out there, get it. Mm-hmm. So that was um, the one with Claudia Black's character. Yes. That's good. That was good. Yeah, I enjoyed I've, that. I've, I've heard it's good, and I think it's, it's on special it's, for like 20 bucks. I don't think it's an expansion. I think it's a game in itself. That's what I've heard, actually. So, and I don't, you don't need the base game for it anyway. Um, I think you do. I think you do. Really? Well, I already had it installed. I don't know. I don't think you do. I'm pretty sure you don't. Um, that's standalone. Sure, it's standalone. It would, be, it would make sense if it was standalone. Yeah. 
Mm, oh, <laughs> hang on. It mm. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's on special. Get it. Yeah, get it. And if, to be honest, if you haven't got Uncharted 4, fucking get it. Yeah, if what, you are don't, you, what are you doing? Oh, you're, if you've got a PlayStation and don't have any of the Uncharted games, you're kind of a bit... Yeah, you're yeah. Not, you don't have a PlayStation. Well, Uncharted, you got a box uh, used for Netflix. Uncharted 4 is still the best game I've, I've ever played. I'm... Nothing, <clears throat> nothing's hit it yet. Last of Us was. Uncharted 4 may have been better because it was a little less... There were some parts in uh, Last of Us where I rage quit, but it was yeah. also an incredible game. But they're both Naughty Dog. They just they 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 spin gold out of gold. Yeah, I <clears throat> I still haven't gotten around to um, playing it's, Last of Us. Last of Us is it's, pretty it's sitting pretty there. hard. Path. You know, it's a great game. I I think I think they might even be equal. I, I don't know which one I'd rate my best. They're yeah. one of those is the best game I've ever played. I don't know. Well, hey. I've, I've been dealing very much with a uh, Neverwinter. Oh, I know, I've been watching you. I've downloaded it. You want to know oh, how you? many times? Oh, have you actually downloaded seven. it? Seven. No, seven. And then it'll get close and go, whoop, I ran out of space. I'll delete the whole thing. Well, and then I'll do it again. And then it'll say, oh, it's corrupt. I better download it again. Well, make space on your PlayStation before I you can't. Download. I'm midway through everything. And all of the other things, everyone else in the house is midway through. Um, and I've only got one of those tiny PlayStations. Uh, you know, with a tiny hard drive. How big is your hard drive? Mine's, five, mine's 500. Yeah, I think it was 250. Oh, right. Okay. Makes me sad. Well, Uncharted 4, I think, is like 100 gig or something. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I can, uh, maybe I do have 500, but I have had it longer. I've got a lot of stuff on there. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the next Tomb Raider game, has got a... Now, I got trolled by a gaming site. It said it's got a release date. No, it doesn't. There's a release date for the trailer. Like oh. for the proper trailer. There's like a teaser at the moment. Uh, it looks really good. The last couple Tomb Raider games have been... The movie will probably not be because any movie adaptation of a video game ever mm. is generally bad. Uh, yeah, but I read an article that said face the f- uh, not articles it was like a meme post that I think Isabel mm. posted up, um, and it said admit it, Angry Birds is legitimately the only good video game to movie adaptation ever made. I'm like, oh no. Oh, I think that might, I, I think I've got to disagree with you there, Isabel. Um, well, it, she, she didn't say it, she just reposted it. But think, I think, no, you'll think find, of what we're dealing with. I think you'll find that Pixels is the best video game. Oh, I can't even finish that sentence. That wasn't really a have you adaptation. Have, have, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh my god! I saw it on a plane, <laughs> and I still feel like I wasted time. Like it. Was Holy crap! Awful. Yeah. Um. But, like I actually got in trouble. I actually got in trouble because, uh, like halfway through, I was watching it. And I'm like, I just, I, I should be enjoying this. And <laughs> Did then you try to get off the plane. No, I had, <laughs> I, I had the headphones on, and it was like, um, it was, uh, it was when we were flying over to uh, uh, Canada, right? So it was like, you know. I don't know what time it was, but it, you, you know when they turn off all of the, the lights in the cabin? And oh, I can't remember. I can't sleeping. go on planes, so I don't know. Anyway, so like everyone was asleep and like halfway through, I just I was just like trembling with annoyance and I was, and then eventually I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and, uh, and a woman sort of across this, she goes, my child is asleep over here. I'm going to tell a story about a plane. I'm not going to tell you who it's about because I don't want to mention people that Either directly in our audience or Martin. at least on for that. Vince. Huh? Martin? Vince. No. No. no it's, it's, I don't think this person listens to it anyway. Sam. Um, John. Jim. 
Okay, anyway, Stella. I know this guy called Sam. Stella. So Sam was on a plane, right? Fucking Sam. No, this is this is great. <laughs> this is awesome. This is the best thing ever. Um, he was getting on a plane, and he got on and he sat down uh, next to this woman and uh, another like her husband, right? Yeah. And he sits down, and the second he sits down, the guy calls over like a stewardess thing, like with the button. And he goes, oh, excuse me, are there, are there any other seats on the plane? And she's like, uh, maybe, why? He said, because um, we would like this man to be moved to another seat. And this is literally when he sat down. And he went, what? And she says, may I ask, you know, why you want this man moved to another seat? And he says, um, my, what's exactly, my wife says that he has the eyes of a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, if that happens to you, do you A, defend yourself, B, just go, I can't win this argument because it doesn't make sense. I'm going to get up and move. Uh, or D, uh, you turn around and say, that's fine. We'll catch up after the flight. <laughs> I, would move to another, I would move to another seat in front of them, like about four rows in front of them, and then for the entire flight, do this. And just turn around and stare at them. I, I, uh, what a bitch! Yeah, who yeah. does that? I, 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 I grew up with a girl who, um, she's she's insane. Um, she's got a Finnish background. Um, and just one day she just disappeared for like three years and then came back. Yeah, yeah. And okay, it's fucking bizarre. Like I knew someone like that. Yeah, she wasn't. She was out of a freaking mind. She went to Craigslee. Craigslee oh, high school, yeah. So yeah, they're all. Same like that. one I'm thinking about. What's her name? Because I know someone that did that. Went to Craigslee as well. Melissa. Oh, was she like tall and skinny and I think blonde hair? Yeah, uh, blondish hair. It used to change all the time. You probably know. I'm pretty sure that's the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is the person when Martin Martin was driving one time in a car. I think this is her. And um, she well no, she was driving. Martin was in the passenger seat. You know those uh, round. Um, the botanical gardens where the roads like do yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. like up and down all over the place. And she dropped something on the floor while driving and it like rolled behind a seat. And she said, Oh, can you grab the wheel? And just got out of the seat and like turned around and started rummaging in the back of the car. Yep, pretty sure that's her. <laughs> so Melissa Melissa was uh, one of my best friends growing up. Why am I not surprised? Um, she, she lived like five <clears throat> houses down from me. So. We, we literally lived at each other's places between uh, the ages of eight and 20. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, she... Okay, well, there you go. Melissa, Mel. So Mel, uh, I was with her in the car once and we were at Chermside and uh, she went to pull into a car space and somebody like came screaming around the corner and stole the space. Right? right, and they're driving a BMW because they're always driving a fucking BMW when they, when they do that, right? Oh no, I've yeah, okay, most yeah, of they're the almost time. All, most yeah. of the time. So anyway, so she she just pulled over like opposite. She got out and she just leaned up against a car as this guy got out, and he's like, "Oh, I saw it first. and she's like, "That's fine." <laughs> and just stood there watching him, and he started to walk in, and he turned back, and she goes, "No, it's fine." I'll watch your car for you. <laughs> and he sort of like just slow, so like slowly started to go and then just turned around, went and got back in his car, pulled out and drove away. Jeez, that's a great idea. <laughs> I should do that. But she, but she used to be able to do this thing like she had like crazy eyes. 
Yeah. No, she just had crazy eyes. If I yeah, yeah, yeah. She was awesome. She was really cool. Yeah. She was just. I'm pretty insane. sure this is the same person. I will call him later and confirm that. Um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I could. I could do that. I look like a skinhead, and then when I sh- when I grow my beard in, I just look like an insane homeless guy. You always look a little bit insane. Oh. I I always have to be very careful. My wife always tells me that I'm naturally intimidating because I'm the size of like, you know, a Rav Four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and if and, you talk loud, people get angry—not angry, angst. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, feel I, a lot of angst. No, I, I call it the teacher voice. It's excellent for like commanding dogs, but um, I have to be really careful because if I do it, like the very rare occasion that my wife and I will have an argument, um, I still remember. Oh, this was probably ten years ago. Uh, we we're having an argument, and I used the teacher voice, and I went, "Just sit down." And she's and I didn't say it in that voice. Obviously, I don't want to use the teacher voice because. Yeah, um, <laughs> are you are you worried that thousands of people listening to this? Well, five. It'll make them uncomfortable. Are going to all yeah. sit down at the same time? <laughs> and I said, sit down. And she sat down, and then immediately stood up, and she goes, "Fuck you! Don't use that voice with me." <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, um, news, I've, news. I've got news. two pieces of news, and then we can we can actually. I have one piece of news. Games. Let me do one. My, my one piece. You do of one. News. I'll do two. Okay. So, um, do you remember when Star Wars Battlefront Two uh, removed? Uh, microtransactions. Oh yeah, because uh, everyone went. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't actually get that. Uh, anyway, they're bringing it back. So update in May. Uh, sorry, March <coughs> March twenty first. So weren't there days. a bunch of court cases in different areas against EA around that? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> what it is though, it's a little bit different. So um, at the moment, star cards and other items you get through loot boxes. Um, they call them crates. Uh, you can basically unlock them through normal game progression. So you get to a certain level, awesome. you open it up. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking basic, right? So anyway, um, the way that they're doing it is uh, they'll sort of, these star cards will effectively give you um, uh, points, skill points yeah. that you can then allocate. Whereas before it would be, um, it was actually pretty brutal. Like if you wanted yeah, to- Yeah, you, you, you want- got given a random- yeah, and you were stuck with it pretty much. As my yeah, and look, it was things that you were already using. So if yeah. like you were using the 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 heavy, the heavy, I can't remember what they called, it, but basically the heavy yeah. version, uh, like the heavy stormtrooper, mm. right? A lot. Then you tend to get loot boxes that were heavy related. Right? Where versus sense. if you're doing snipe ones, you get snipe ones. So it was still fine, um, but um, uh, if if you wanted to say get the best heavy weapon you had to i think it was to 500 kills as a heavy crappy which is huge like that's a <clears> lot <throat> like even like well, top, want- top scorers in most games is like 10 they want people to play yeah that was- will make people play and die of starvation so instead they're going to be doing a skill points yeah. which is which is pretty cool <clears throat> i bet well maybe less people are whinging mm-hmm. Everyone well, complain. and my problem of course is because i'm in the middle of uh you know i'm in a middle house between the house that we bought you're, you're in a halfway house i wasn't gonna you're say homeless. halfway house yeah I, halfway house is something else isn't it <laughs> um <laughs> is that for like drug addicts um you've had a bad three months <laughs> yeah anyway so but, uh it's all packed away yeah. so i have no idea where my battlefront 2 disc is it's Aww. in a box somewhere so i might have to wait until i'm in the new house anyway your new i have two um yeah. and one of them happened last last uh week Early last year, or it's 2016, um, Halfbrick laid off a good number of its oh, staff. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, 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 last week they laid off, I think, all but three or four or 
or, or maybe it's ten. Or but a very small team. Maybe it was ten because they mm. used to have about eighty or ninety employees here and worldwide. Yeah. Um. I heard total, a, and I heard a lot of people complaining about this and getting com- like real critical Halfbrick. And Why? then I and then I saw the release from Halfbrick, and they're like, "Look, we've we haven't been doing nothing. We've been releasing yeah. games. We just haven't." Come up with another well, uh, another the, hit. Like the it's, problem, shit happens. The problem is, like you look at you got Fruit Ninja and Jetpack Joyride, with two of the I think two of I think their biggest. Mm. Um, the mobile market is the fucking wild west. That's saturated now. Yeah, anyway. it's it's so saturated. But not only that, if you have a hit in the mobile market, it's not like having a top PC multiplayer game that you might be able to release DLC mm. for and you know live off it for two or three years or something until mm. you know unless you're Call of Duty, then you got six months till you come out with another one. But with mobiles, you put it out there, everyone gets the game, they play it to death, usually in about three or four weeks, and then gone. Which means. Mobile really suits itself better to independent developers that kind of have another job or something on the side, or they work on several projects. They do it themselves, pocket the money, and then move on and do something else. Very difficult, I think, for a studio. Um, now, I do know they they also they didn't just try and come up with games and release them. They got contracted by other companies to say, "Oh, we want you to build this game, build this game." That's a little more. You know, so, you get a bit of money from them, but you still don't get the amount of money you make from a successful release. It's also a bit worse than that too, because uh, because of the technology around mobile devices, it's now getting much easier to release a bigger name game yeah. onto onto a mobile. So I mean, we, you know, we always had uh, Minecraft and Terraria, for example. I mean, Terraria yeah. is basically you know eighty percent the full game. But now you're getting. Well, I just last night bought SteamWorld Heist on mobile. Yep. And I was playing because it this morning, and it's fine. If you develop something in Unity, you mm-hmm. support it to whatever you want, as yep. long as you design it the right way. So that's where we're heading. We're heading yeah. towards the, not the full-blown, huge, you know, AAA studios. No, but um, But you, also not the tiny indie games. You so don't get, you're not middle. getting things that are strictly designed for mobile now. You're getting cross-platform release. Correct. Mobile. And that was but probably... By the way, it was... It's a bit sad because I love Half Brick, but mm. people that are complaining about it, no. well, Sh- shit, I'm sorry. shit happens. If you're complaining, we're sorry we picked on it. It's obviously not as good as your successful well, mobile company that you've created. You pieces of garbage. Yeah. Um. The well, sec- well, have you ever heard? Have you ever heard um, uh, Louis C.K.'s uh, stand up around yeah. mobile devices? Yeah. And he's like, people like complain about their phones about how slow they are. And he's like, well, fucking you design one. You design your own yeah. network and let's see how fantastic it is. We, we live in a time when people like to pick on everything. Yeah. It's like, I, I bought this $7,000 device, but it won't work for this reason. <laughs> so I'm going to hit it on the table <laughs> and get angry. Um, here's another one for you. My last bit of news, which is great. Brisbane City Council is planning the upgrade and uh, basically they've got... Figures they know, they think people will move to Brisbane in the next you know, few years. Mm-hmm. In order to plan for that kind of expansion, they need to do suburban planning and city planning and stuff like that to make sure the chaos that is traffic in the CBD can somehow be alleviated and that you know places built in Centralia, they keep the same balance between natural elements and things like that so you know, people don't choke to death and it doesn't look like the you know, innards of China with just poisonous gas floating everywhere. But... Yeah. What they've done is they've released a game. Now, the game's a little bit of a misnomer. It's on their website. And it basically says, help us plan our city. 
And it alludes to the fact that like here's all the things that can happen in the city. So here's Brisbane City and you can just place buildings and watch what happens. And it's kind of help us plan our city by doing this. Now, I'm not sure that's a great idea because we've all seen Boaty McBoatface. We know what happens when you crowdsource anything. But that's when you actually play it, that's obviously not what they're doing. I think what it is is a sub, subtle way to tell people when we do this thing over here, it affects this other thing over here, and our job is really hard, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I played it. It's not great. I think it could use disasters, like, yeah. as, as just a general thing, like, Brisbane-based disasters, like, you know, bad traffic, floods, clown invasion, things like that. But um, I think bad that would traffic. make it a bit more entertaining, but I, I'm, I'm just confused, because it's like, okay, you've designed a game... Games are usually played by... Ca- it's a casual game. By casual game is for a certain purpose. You're yeah. trying to get people to go to the site and look at this. Only certain people will. And those people may not be the people that will actually go and um, respond to focus groups and however they research how they do city planning anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I think you've missed the mark. I think. It's not a great game, but it's quite pretty. You can just place <laughs> random buildings everywhere. I've ruined Brisbane about three or four times. It's great. More than it is now. <laughs> just blow up Brisbane. Oh, no. Oh, I'm far enough away from it. No, I don't want to do that. A lot of my money comes out of Brisbane. <laughs> I want to leave it there. So. I reckon what they should do in Brisbane is all of the roads in the CBD. This would just infuriate every, everyone. Like everyone everywhere, but it would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Close all of the roads. Make the entire outer outer ring from, say, you know, the Spring Hill out to the other side of West End. You demolish all of that and you make it an enormous car park. And then... And even then, there'd be nowhere to fucking park for under 100 bucks a day. Oh, no, 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 no. You'd have to get some kind of, you know, 12 grand yearly plan or something. Yeah, yeah. But then you put all those, those bikes, you know, the bikes that nobody uses because their city has too many hills. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You put thousands of them around the perimeter. You close off all the streets and make them all bikeways. So, to get into the city, you have to ride. Screw anyone that can't get on a bike, apparently. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that's, that's how Holland works. No one, no one, although there's no hills in Holland. It's all flat. Well, that's the problem. That's, they adopted yeah. the bike idea from uh, places in Europe. Um, I think it's like uh, Italy or Italy or France or something like that. There's too many hills in Brisbane. This, this, this Brisbane's just full of hills. Can you can you imagine like starting at the Botanical Gardens? Just say you wanted to ride up to um, uh, you know where Pancake Manor is. Oh God! You'd, With, without you'd an electric bike. Without an there. electric bike. Or unless you're one of those, you know, those people that ride bikes that are just made of spandex and calf muscles. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna you have your own bike anyway. Oh, exactly. And I think you have to bring your own helmet anyway. Anyway, we're getting really off. Um, track how about you tell us because Jesus we're three minutes from what was supposed to be the end of our show oh yeah let's game. talk about the. let's talk about some games okay so I have a tabletop tabletop I have a massive list of games oh, god uh, pick one let's review. do one every week okay well I look it's too hard I actually played one last night which uh, was really good now I thought this was a an Australian uh, Australian based developer uh, turns out it's not. Looks like it was the US arm of Australian okay. developer. So uh, it's uh, it's a game called Unfair from uh, Good Games USA. Okay, right. It was a Kickstarter. Uh, it originally. Uh, I'm just having a look at when the date was that this uh, actually funded. Um, yeah, last year. Cool. Okay, so uh, September last year was when they were making updates on it. 
Um, oh, here we go. So September 2016 is when it actually finally funded. Funded uh, $284,846. Not bad. Uh, 5,200 backers. Uh, their original... Uh, I don't know what their actual goal was. Um, that doesn't matter. Is the game good? Oh, Tell it, us about the game. It's really, really good. What so, is it? How does it work? Okay, so it is effectively a theme park building uh, card, uh, a, a deck building game. Oh, okay, so Sky, like Sky, Sky Wood. Huh? Skywood, Brennan's game. I still haven't played that yet, man. Oh, you're such a. I don't have a copy. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> okay, so um, it actually reminds me a little bit of uh, Boss Monster. Ah, okay, yes. so, um, but with, uh, like, you can see maybe when they were spitballing ideas, the structure of it is a bit like Boss Monster. Cool. Right? So, it's really straightforward. There are events that happen. There are blueprints that you can build your park to to get points um, uh, at the end. And then there are global events. And then there are park cards. There's a couple of other bits and pieces in there. And there's different themes. So, the game comes with six different themes. That's six decks. Uh, each deck is about 100 cards. So uh, the one we played last night, the uh, three of the decks aren't even open. They're still in the shrink rack, right? Wow. So, yeah, there's tons of ways to play this game. Oh, this looks great. Um, now, the actual, the instructions, all the cards, everything, um, it's like, it's basically like you've gone through it and crossed out words and written in replacement words all throughout it. Excellent. Right? Um, uh, it's very, very funny. Like the text is very, is very well done. The images are really well done. Um, the mechanics behind it, it's one of those games that's quite easy to play. I would imagine easy to play, hard to master. Um, we were just sort of getting the hang of it. Uh, and yeah, like it's um, probably takes... Uh, the, the box reckons 25 minutes per player. I would say oh, that's okay. probably about right. So your two players about an hour. Yeah, and considering okay. the number of um, the number of cards that are in it, it says two to five players. Uh, you, this is one of those games you could very easily play with two players and not lose anything from it. Awesome. And you could easily play with five. I would even say more, to be honest. Probably. I reckon if you brought two decks and combined them, you could play as many as you want. Well, you've got six well, decks. That's a good point. You probably don't need You to. could put six decks together. Jesus. It'd be a big game. Um, but yeah, like five five players, it'd be really good with five. We, we, we played it with three. Um, uh, my wife won, of course, because she wins most games. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's really good. You can pick it up from uh, Gameology for sixty bucks. Um, what would you rate this? Uh, it looks colourful. Yeah, so I would say uh, at the we played it for about an hour last night. Uh, I would say five out of five based on the experience. Visually, it's fantastic. The mechanics are great. It's not a dull game like every other game that you've you've ever played. It's it's very very. I different. like you generalize that. It's not a dull game like every other game that you've ever well, played. You know how you'll, you'll you'll sometimes play a game that is literally just a carbon copy of something else. Oh yeah. Or yeah, you could yeah. you could play it and go. You mean it's unique? Yeah, and you're like, oh okay, I know exactly where you're coming from with this, um, and it's also. Uh, you know, the strategy behind it is quite interesting. You you don't have to go for blueprints, for example. Um, it's got even things in there where you can take loans, but a loan deducts points off of you at the end of the game and that kind of thing. Uh, you can build super attractions. You can upgrade them with all sorts of things. 
Um, there's a certain upgrades that can only go with certain attractions and so on and so forth. So it's like theme park. Uh, yeah. Except unfair, obviously. Well, you can hire staff. Um, when you pick up an event, every event has two options. One is positive for you. And the other one is negative for somebody else. So how'd you find this game? Was this a Connexio one? Yeah, this is just randomly. Um, awesome. I saw it and it looked pretty cool and I picked it up and uh, Wes, the general manager there, saw us playing it. And he was like, oh, can I play it? Because I've really been wanting to play it. I'm like, absolutely. So he awesome. sat down, had a game with us. Um, it's fucking great. Um, the instructions are incredibly well done. Now, seeing as I've been learning a new board game every week, that's becoming increasingly more important. Yeah, because now you're going to go back to the one you played six weeks and go, how did I play? Yeah, well, Complexity of playing a game is one of the big things for me. If it's too hard to get into, because you see my shelf, which is growing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's too hard to remember the mechanics of 50 games when you're playing a different one. Yeah, well, I've got a box of games that I've been gradually buying. As we've been finding really good ones, I've just I've bought them. Mm. Just grabbed a copy. Um, so many out there. Yeah. So I, I look. I I would say five out of five. I I, I loved nice. it. I really want to play it again because. Um, in fact, you know what? That's it has. You know what we should do. We should actually come up with a proper rating system because I we reckon. Do. The, well, no, no, no. But like, um, how many naps out of five? Well, okay. I reckon visually, visually, and oh, like no, the design of the game. We're adding layers. Well, look. Worlds within let's worlds. Do it. We're not. I would doing say that. five out of five for for design. How about we say design, fun, replay value? Okay. Okay. I would okay. say uh, five out of five for fun and five out of five for replay. I reckon you could play this game over and over and over. What about design? Design, five out of five. Okay, Easy. so it's just five out of five anyway. So that's what I mean. I reckon it'd be five out of five. <laughs> it's a clear five out of five. five out of, not, not a five, muddy five, five out of five. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I got to remember, I just I picked this up too while I was over there. This Look, this is the artwork in, because you haven't seen it yet. The artwork yeah. in Skyward is beautiful. And look, this guy looks like me. Ah, it and, really does. And then you have that. Oh wow! But the artwork is incredible. This is this is a beautiful game. I love Ray. I love raving on about Brendan's game. Was that a, was that a cat in a jetpack? It was a cat with a jetpack, motherfucker, chasing a pigeon. Hell yes, pigeons are bad. They're bad. Yeah, we really need to pigeons. Play that. Pigeons lower your uh, your like point value, and you can send them at other people. Oh. Unless you have like a um, an, as an aviary. Um, you can you can use the pigeons for good. Anyway, um, right. we'll get to that later. Sorry, right. uh, that's yeah. all right. Okay, um, I gotta remember now. I played so many games over that break, mm. um, and some of the ones that came out from uh, on the 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 PlayStation Plus. Oh, I missed half of them because I was too busy doing oh. all of the stuff that happened. There was when, one you would have loved. What called, was it called? Knack. K-N-A-C-K. I, have, I played the original one on Xbox 360. Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah. Really well done. That was kind of cool. But no, I spent a lot of that time playing. What? I finished Mario for Switch. Um, <laughs> that last level. Everything else was easy. Um, the last level felt like Donkey Kong. Like if you've ever played the Wii Donkey Kong, it's mm-hmm. so punishing. It hates you and it wants you to suffer. Yeah. Um, uh... Oh god, I got a bunch of little indie games. Uh, Aquakitty UDX. I won't give a full review on that one. I'm sorry, what? Aquakitty UDX. It's where you play. Aquakitty. All right. There are there are cats. It's on it's on Switch. Uh, it's probably another platform too. You play a cat in a submarine defending your mi- underwater mining bases, mining milk out of the core of a planet from alien robot fish. 
That sounds, this is a that two, this awesome. is a two AM concept <laughs> game, but all it is is you know those space shooters where you fly through and shoot stuff. It's like that, except you just have an underwater environment. You can go around and defend. It's a very simple game. Yeah, right. Um, but it was pretty cool. It, it's good for. It's not a full game. It's good for wasting time. I won't give that a full rating yet because I'm not going through it now. Um, two of the games that I did play were um, now I've had in my Steam library for ages Legend of Grimrock, and I never actually played it. Yeah, because I heard it was really good, and I watched part of Felicia Day's playthrough, and it looked fun. Now, do you think this is the one that Ray was raving this, about? This game is old school RPGs. You remember the old, old like Ultimate was it Ultimate Underworld? Um, it's ultimate. like first person RPG where you could move, uh, but it works in grid formation, so you can move forward, back, and then yep. immediately turn left and right, and you pick things up in the environment, you solve puzzles and stuff like that to get through. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the puzzles are amazingly uh, punishing, but um, Legend of Grimrock, I might review that another time because I haven't finished doing it. I actually found another one that's very, very similar by, I thought it was the same development, it's not, but it's called Vaporum, and it's a steampunk world. Yep, yep. Uh, got a very heavy Bioshock vibe from this one. Okay. Um, sci-fi steampunk thing with pretty decent voice acting as well um, and in the same style so the, the idea is you move one square at a time wherever you are has grid references to your location so your map basically makes it easier to you know, find your way around yep. um, you have a map and an inventory and you pick up weapons and you have a certain skills you can recharge one of them is the equivalent of mana and you cast magic the other one's you know, health and weapon Dexterity, all that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Usual RPG stuff. Um, so you start as this guy who, huh, surprise, surprise, has lost his memory and woken up in this complex deep underneath the the uh, sea. So it's very, very Bioshocky. It is, yeah. Um, but its puzzles are quite challenging in places. Um. The enemies, not so much. Playing a harder difficulty they are. But I really got into this game because it's very old school styling and yeah. the atmosphere was really, really good. Um, the puzzles are frustrating, but not f so frustrating as you can't solve them and have to go look up a walkthrough frustrating. Uh, sometimes in Gri like Grimlock, as I was playing through it, um, like I said, I'm only like a third of the way in or something. Mm. Um, oh, no, I finished Grimlock 1. I'm on the Grimlock 2, but I had to go and look stuff up because like, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea how to do this. And what was the other one called? Vaporium. Vaporum. How do you spell it? V-O-P-O-R-U-M. U-M. U-M, I think. Vaporum on Steam. Steampunk oh, yeah. Dungeon Crawler. Um, the enemy AI is nothing special. They basically move left, right, back, forward, front to you. So combat isn't particularly fast-paced. Um, but you do need to be quite tricky with it sometimes. You need to circle around things and hit them from the side. It's very much rinse and repeat for how you do the combat, um, but there are numerous ways you can you know, do it. Yeah. Uh, it was actually the world. So I'll, I'll use our rating system for this. Yep. Um, design, so I'm including sound and visuals. Really good, beautiful. Really liked it. Um, the atmosphere is fantastic. Uh, gameplay, uh, in terms of you know, fun, I really enjoyed it. I think you have to be a certain type of person. Like if you're a if you're an online shooter player, you're not gonna like this. It's not that kind of game. Yep. It is more along the turn based stuff that you had in the original Fallout. You know, Fallout one and two where you actually move and then turn by turn you do Yeah, yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Um it's not quite that, but it feels at that pace. So if you're stuck in a puzzle, you can kind of just walk off for a while and come back and 
do it. Some of the things were punishingly hard. Uh, so fun. Oh, I can say four out of five. Um, actually, I, say, oh, I nearly want to give it three and a half out of five. It's not quite four because uh, while it was great, the ending wasn't a letdown, but it was a little bit like the end boss was yeah, a yeah. bit contrived and it felt like there should have been more. Um, replay value, I think I'd give it a three. It's a good game, but it's not one that you'll go back and replay because once you've played it once, you know the solution to most of the puzzles. So the majority of the challenge of the game is gone. Okay, so this is Vaporum we're talking about, right? Vaporum. Yeah, so Vaporum, so four out of five. I think you're... Four out of five design? Four, oh, five out of five for design. Five out of five for design. But yeah, probably probably a three, uh, three and a half. Three and fun. a half for replay. and uh, Three for replay and a three and a half for fun. Yeah, maybe what, like a four overall. Uh, just around four. Yeah, okay, cool. So four, four now. <clears throat> but it's good. See, this rating system makes it even harder because now I need to... Con- there's like fractions and there's like things that don't divide equally. Yeah, but I've got it, remainders. Yeah, but for the last decimals. three seasons, we've gone from, oh, fucking piece of shit. To slightly better than youth drainers. <laughs> so, well, let's face it, everything's slightly better. Oh, just real quick. There is a game, uh, one of the PS Plus games that's free. Um, it's called Claire. Claire. It's called Claire. Yeah. I think it's called Claire something. It looked creepy. I nearly got it, but it looked really cool it's and not creepy. overly creepy. Um, it's, it looks creepy. It's quite coolly made. I haven't had a chance to play through much of it. Um, it looks like what the guys that made the Youth Drainers would have made if they yes! could make a decent game. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's if they like, actually made a good game. Yeah, yeah, It's that same kind of style where, um, yeah, like I, um, I thought that it, this is Youth Drainers made well. Yep. Um, Claire Extended Cut. Yeah. So it is, this is Claire. Um, I don't know exactly what the background youth drainers, of this game I mean, is. It had midgets and... Yeah, midgets no. and half naked people and impossible mechanics and horror. It's just yeah, let's no. Go, let's not go back there. But yeah, no. It's um, look, it's it seems pretty good so far. There's a lot of text in it, and it starts off very bizarre. Um, yeah. The initial text is just a black screen. It struck me as like nearly an Alice Madness Returns bizarre. Level. A little bit, like a yeah. Bit odd, like off-puttingly. What's going on? Well, th- before anything happens, there's black screen and then just uh, like white text comes on each step and appears to be a conversation between Care Bears and right. Gummy and Gummy Bears, I think. Okay. Having a disagreement and then one of them like deciding that he wants to murder the rest. Is she like playing with toys at this point? I don't know. And then it just launches into the game and the game is also very strange. Like, what the fuck is going on? Sounds a little bit strange. Yeah. It, like, it's, it's cool though. Like, it's, it's, I think it's reasonably well done. There's a game I'm going to give a mention here. I'm trying to find it. But I have so many games. Grrr. All right. There's a game I played ages ago that has a similar style, except it's definitely more scary horror. It felt like a platform version of Silent Hill with pixel graphics, but it was genuinely freaky. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it was called... I'm going through all of my folders. Look at all my folders. Look at them all. Come one, come all, my folders of death. Uh, you talk about oh wait is it in there is that it what oh my god I have so many Lone Survivor there we go oh, Lone Survivor yeah that sounds familiar uh, it was, I think it was actually written in Flash uh, but converted to like they put it as an executable it was quite scary 
Uh, like the atmosphere was scary, not the story or anything. It's just the way that yeah. it, and the sound design was really good. Um, so I got that kind of a feel from it. Anyway, I'll check that out. Maybe we can review that next week. Yeah, it's cool. free, so um, and why not? Uh, the uh, the other segment that I'd like to introduce is because because we've got r- clearly the people who are listening to us like podcasts. I think we should do a mention <laughs> of other podcasts to listen to. <laughs> it's like saying. The people that are watching this movie clearly like watching movie images. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm We're gonna... glad that you all like sound. So each <laughs> so each episode I'm going to recommend a podcast. This isn't a new segment. Out. You've been doing this for years. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but I think you I'm... snuck it in. <laughs> um so there's a podcast called This Is Why We Drink. Oh, yeah, you tell me about that. Yeah, so very well done. Um, uh, it's American. There's two girls in their mid-20s, I, I think, mid to late 20s. Um, and they both just have an interest in horror and the occult, etc. right? So it's just a general interest in it. One of them tells a ghost story. Uh, and this, is, this isn't a, you know, telling a story type podcast. Yeah. This is a talking about a famous ghost or a famous haunted house or something like that. Um, and then the other one tells a story about crime. So they did one on um, uh, like Ted Bundy and like just telling the is story. Is it always a ghost and crime? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So because there's plenty of things out there and it's bloody interesting. Like hearing about well, those are interesting subjects. Yeah, like that's so bizarre combination. Though. But they do a lot of research into it, uh, and ghost crime. Uh, it's really well done. I, I I like the crime ones a bit more because I think they actually believe in the ghost sort of side of things, which I don't really believe in ghosts. Um, but the uh, but the crime the crime stories I find pretty damn good. Maybe they should do a combo episode about ghost crimes. Oh, maybe, yeah. That'd but, be amazing. But yeah, so this is why we drink. That's maybe the not. that's the podcast recommendation for this uh, this week. This is why we drink. And that, I'm writing that down. Yeah, that, this is why we drink. Because you you mention every time you ring me, like I found this great podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. Uh, and, and that I probably it. brings us to the end of the show. I think that brings us to the end. Um. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we're back on. We're going to try and keep our episodes a little bit shorter and a little more, uh, you know, like concentrated, cordial. Uh huh. It's a weird way to put it. Um. So we will, and we'll end here. Have a good week, everyone, and we'll speak to you next week. GG.